Computer, initialize Holosuite. Holosuite Media. back to The Expanse, a Star Trek Enterprise podcast. My name is Kyle West, hasn't changed since the last time I was on this show, and I'm joined, uh, as usual, by Chris Hill. Hey, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Going, going well, I think. I think it's going well. How's your, how's your week been? A, a lot less busy than the past couple. Oh, nice, nice. See, both of us have nothing to really to say. We're just, we're just yeah, living. Yeah. We're just doing it. Nothing's really pissed us off that we haven't already talked about. (laughs) Let's get into business uh, for this week. It's another audio commentary. We enjoy doing these. Yeah. We're keeping with the theme of tackling some of the episodes that, on the surface, aren't quite as uh, important. Not as important. That's the wrong way. But the ones that are a bit lighter Mm -hmm. at heart and such. So this week we are doing Two Days and Two Nights, the penultimate episode of Season 1, where the Enterprise crew travel to Ryza. Finally. Finally. It takes them, I think, like two or three episodes to get there. But they do it. So it was the first first hint of a multi-episode arc <laughs> on Enterprise. Uh, they're, they're traveling to Riser. We obviously know Riser from TNG and DS9. I always remember it more for the DS9 episode. Yeah. Right, you're wrongly. Um, and then... Uh, obviously, Jean-Luc had gone there on holiday and such in TNG, so um, the crew are off on a holiday. Now, before we get into this audio commentary, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast player you're using to listen to us right now. If you're on a phone, just pick up your phone, just unlock it, load up the podcast player again and press subscribe. Just do that for us. That would be fantastic. We would also love to have some reviews. Well, we've had... Some new reviews drop in as well this week, so very excited every time I see that we've had another review in, so we're flying with it now, and I'm glad everyone's enjoying the show. So if you'd like to help us go up the rankings and help us find more people, then please drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and any other app you may use for reviewing, because I think there's a few that still allow you to drop some comments. We're also on Patreon, but we'll run an advert for that in a few minutes. I'm not going to bore you with the details twice. This week, we will be once again adding in the audio from the episode. I was listening to an audio commentary the other day, Chris, mm-hmm. and uh, for a uh, another podcast series, and they didn't have the audio attached. Now, I know that when yeah. we were first talking about doing audio commentaries, you were keen to have the episode audio, and I wasn't. Right. Because I like the idea that people could just press play on their TV or something and then have it played in their ears. And obviously, you'd hear other ones where they dropped the audio in, and we were kind of at one point leaning towards releasing a version of each mm-hmm. which in hindsight would have just been a real pain in the rear end and i quite i quite like how we do our ones with the sound dropping yeah. in and out like you know and uh, when we're not talking but i was listening to one the other day and i was doing the dishes and i didn't know it was an audio commentary until they started getting into it and i was gutted because it didn't have the audio underneath it and because i wasn't actually in front of my tv or anything i was like oh man the thing i planned to do whilst i 
did some dishes <laughs> and some put some washing on I can't do now. So I'm now sold completely. <laughs> <laughs> as if I wasn't already, that we're doing the right thing, putting the audio on so that people can enjoy the show away from their TV if they're not able to pop it on. So I hope everyone listening at home appreciate it. We have had people say to us that they have enjoyed our audio commentaries mm-hmm. as well, uh, who don't normally like them, so must be doing something right. And we promise, Chris, I think, that one day we'll do a serious episode yes. on an audio commentary. I have an urge to do Broken Bow as an audio commentary. Okay. Maybe we'll do that one day. And... Shuttlepod 1, but I really want to do a deep dive. On those ones, yeah. Okay, so we will be back right after this. Little plug for our Patreon, and then we'll be getting into two days and two nights. If you enjoy listening to The Expanse, a Star Trek Enterprise podcast, every week, then please consider supporting our show by becoming a patron. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash nx01podcast. There you can view our subscription tiers. Some of the benefits of becoming a patron include early access to our episodes, bonus episodes, and so much more. Your support helps us continue to maintain and exceed the high level of quality that you have come to expect from this show. To all of our existing patrons, we appreciate you and your generosity so much. And to those of you considering joining us, we would be so thankful to welcome you into our group of patrons. Again, visit patreon.com slash nx01podcast for more details. You will also be able to find the website link in the details of this podcast episode. Welcome back. Now, Chris, I am ready. I've got my file loaded up. For me, it's Netflix. How are you watching? For me, actually, I've digitized my Enterprise copy, so I've got it on my external hard drive. If I didn't have that available, it'd probably been CBS All Access. That's right. Americans can use CBS All Access. Amazon Prime as well. Yeah, yeah. Most international territories have Netflix, which air a lot of it. For me in the UK, Netflix have everything except Picard. At the time of recording this, they don't have Lower Decks either, but who knows? Maybe that will have changed by the time this episode drops. If you are watching on DVD, Netflix, CBS All Access, however you're going to join us with this, uh, make sure you have the file ready at 0000. So that when we do the countdown, we'll all hit play at the same time and uh, we won't be out of sync with each other. Chris, I get nervous whenever we try to sync up (laughs) with this. (laughs) We get this every single week with our audio just for the podcast. For people who don't know how podcasts work, we record our own side of the call for better quality and trying to make sure they're synced up is sometimes the worst part of doing a podcast. And the worst part of editing a podcast when you realize they're not synced by like, what, half a second sometimes? At least, yeah, because especially when, you know, there's a little bit of delay after you've hit the the record for whatever reason because you're confused. Oh, yeah. Didn't think of that, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's probably what's the problem on my end. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So get ready with your fingers. That's for the listeners and for you, Chris. Yeah. I'll get ready with mine. I'll do three, two, one. And after one, I'll say play as I press the button. Three... Two, one, play. Captain's personal log, February 18th, 2152. It took a while, but we finally made it to Ryzen. With any luck, hey, this will be my last didn't we mention that? For the next two days. <laughs> yeah, it's taken them a while, so they've been through a few, uh, a few little trips. I can't remember what immediately yeah, preceded these ones. Uh, they had. Fallen the hero. I think they were on their way during that. 
The crew yeah. is trained to handle emergencies. Yeah, the, the previous three were Fox, Sola, Fallen Hero, and Desert Crossing. Ah, right, yeah. Desert Crossing, that's this one of my right. favorites, actually. I shouldn't be going down to some pleasure planet while half the crew has to stay on. It always feels wrong when they call it a pleasure planet. Yeah. So I know it means like, like, you know, enjoying yourself, but they they always sex up these episodes, so it seems inappropriate. Yeah, and to me, I kind of think of the the planet from Shore Leave when they say pleasure planet, so... (laughs) Don't know if they're going to see any big uh, bunnies running around or rabbits. Yeah, Porthos is all excited to go, but Archer's like, eh, I don't know. But yeah, one thing I do like though is they have, they have more of a early twenty-first century miss it. civilian clothing. Yeah, they don't look, down, don't look I'm too awful <laughs> in their yeah. normal civilian gear, which Trek has been famous for enjoy in the past. <laughs> to Paul saying, enjoy yourselves. It just feels like, it's just odd because it's like they are all expecting just to go and get laid. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, go on, go, go get out of your system, come back. Go have fun. Ah, the season one credits. Yes. The preferred credits of this podcast. I could listen to this version of it just constantly. It's hard not to get lost when you're watching just on the opening credits <laughs> yeah and just not say anything but it's not why we're here i guess but but you know everybody needs a little faith of the heart in their life i do definitely now yeah. hey we might be living in a better world though by the time this episode yes, yes, is hopefully. released who knows <laughs> elections will be done i saw that um Julian Blaylock uh, made a Instagram post uh, really? this week. Yeah, she has surfaced. For anyone who doesn't really know, uh, Jolene, she's off the convention circuit, has been for, I think, over 10 years. Is not very active on social media. She's just living her life, I think, now. And yeah. can't remember what her partner does, but I know that financially he's very well off, I think, so it affords Jolene opportunities to take part in just like um, things that she wants to do like you know causes and things like that so yeah. I think she's done with acting now so everyone have big plans Travis rock climbing sir there's a place called Galartha the cliff face changes pitch Kelly Waymere I forgot she was dangerous if it's easy what's the Bless point her. just watch yourself you know I would probably wear the, the shirt Travis has on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> there are species visiting from all over. Malcolm and I plan to trip shirt is broaden our cultural Definitely Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trip never looked good in his civilian gear. Relax is our own business. <laughs> you watch yourselves too. Oh, she looks nice. Yeah. First time we've really seen a so when I say dressed down, I mean sort of you know just in her own clothes. Um, since probably Brazil in the first episode. Isn't that what it's for? Not this time. I left my translator on Enterprise. Ah, oh, what's the name of the guy piloting? I've forgotten his name. If you want to waste your time talking to people. Oh, that's gonna. That's gonna 
annoying me. He's obviously been in several episodes. Yeah. Rostov? Rostov? Oh, I don't know. They might mention him here in a few. There's uh, Ensign Cutler. How long will this last? I usually require six days per year, but uh, two should leave me sufficiently refreshed. I've adjusted the dosage to wake you up in exactly 48 hours. And if someone should require this, medical attention... This is a funny idea that they introduced for Phlox. I feel like I recently saw an interview with, uh, with John Billingsley who said it was his idea. The hibernation thing, I can't remember, but okay. I might be wrong on that one. Well, Michael Dorn directed this one. Oh, really? Yeah. Pleasant dreams, Doctor. Nice shot. He is a great little apartment for his holiday, to be fair. Yeah. Question, how are they getting these, though? Presumably, the riser would be charging, at least at this point. Yeah. So, how much are they paying for these uh, these facilities? That's a good what question. They probably that? said, hey, just send the bill to Earth, you know, Starfleet headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> Unless because it's a proper pleasure planet. They don't even want your money. Yeah. They just want you to feel good and relaxed. Oh, speaking of relaxed, <laughs> to help you relax. From DePaul. Teachings of Sarah. Now, do we think she was having a joke or... <laughs> <laughs> or was she serious? I don't know. I, I... At this point... Since we haven't had Carbon Creek yet, it's still still kind of kind of iffy. I think I think she did you know have it well intentioned, but I kind of like how they wrote in, in the uh, or did in the writing you know kind of a callback or well yeah callback to Picard reading on Riza. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. That's, that dog is just. Not my kind of dog. No. Too much of an ankle biter. It'd be funny if she just sort of looked up at Archer then and said, What are you staring at? Yeah. S stop looking. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. It's where things are going to get good. This is probably the main reason we're doing this audio commentary. <laughs> Look at the two of them. <laughs> Trip goes from you know about two thousand one, two thousand two to nineteen eighty four. I was about to say I think he looks a little bit better. In his little uh, Miami Vice outfit. You know, before they started talking, they they, they just looked like they'd never been to a party before. Yeah. But now they're just being those two guys who look a little bit pervy. On the nights out, they're just out to get a little bit of action, and oh, just looking at people walking off. <laughs> oh look, and that whole "that's a she" and pronouns. I mean, those little comments ha don't age well. 
to a well-earned two days and two nights. You wouldn't get those comments on uh, on any of the Star Treks now, I don't think. But it was obviously jokes. I don't think we can be offended by these comments. Yeah. It, was, it was intended as a as a joke. I wonder if that's actually a Long Island iced tea. Archer always looked good in yeah. clothes out of his uniform. He's just got a good physique. Mm-hmm. Like, t-shirts look great on him. Now, seriously, how did that dog get up there? Maybe they've got personal transporters for the dog. <laughs> Maybe. They kind of climbed up there. I'm sorry to bother you, but I think my dog is on your deck. Please. Oh, she know what she's doing. Yeah. I bet you she was the one that transported the dog up there. And the outfit as well. I guess they're on a holiday though. I hope she did. But we will find out that she did plan all this. She's been yeah. for weeks. I should have known she'd run off the first chance she got. No, no harm done. She probably just came over to make a friend. No, more like you know, make an enemy with with the yeah. best dog in all of Starfleet. <laughs> yeah. So is this your first time to Ryza? Yes. You? Shame we never got to see Pothos in a Starfleet uniform. So I decided to do some reading, let Porthos run on the beach. <laughs> you should always listen to your science officer. She'd be the first Let's talk about Archer's hair. So, I'm a big fan of Archer's hair from season three. His hair looks a bit rougher. Yeah. Like it's just been shaved and grown out a little bit. Kind of like mine right now, actually. Season four, I feel like it really kind of, he really gets the look down. But I'm not a big fan of season one and two Archer's hair. He just looks a little bit too schoolboy. I'm sorry to disturb you. know, goody two shoes. And it's sort of sort of like with 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 Cisco. You know, the the more you know, sort of natural and rough and tumble it is, the better the series is. <laughs> That's right, because you know that when when Cisco's hair goes, when he shaves that hair off. That's when, that's when no, shit gets real. I can't tonight. And same for Archer. <laughs> Once he stops using that side parting, oh man, you know, you know it's going to get real. I look forward to it. So do I. Goodbye, Porthos. Oh, Porthos is such a beautiful dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate this. This guy we're going to meet in a moment. Yeah. I'm never a massive fan of... I think I've seen the actor in a few things. But his makeup... You gotta. You gotta. Tells you everything that's wrong with Trek at this point And how the, they needed to... Realistically, they should have had a new makeup department by this yeah. point. Because of their lack of imagination. Slowly, please. Iti mari raisa. Dana? You tip for Rula Tanisura. Duiti Barani Samari, Taibo Omiktane. That's not very imaginative makeup for them either, to be fair. Well, I'm just saying they're kind of basing it off of. 
off of the, yeah, like he who is without sin. Because that's when we actually saw Native Risings. Right, okay, thank you for correcting me on that. Him, look at, like, look at that makeup, I just... Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like, you know... I don't know. Let's kind of just throw a forehead on and see what happens. Yeah, and I think my main issue with it is that... Because by this point, the joke about forehead aliens already existed for Star Trek. Mm -hmm. But he's meant to be this alien stud who yeah. just swoops in and becomes like, I guess, that holiday romance. But I just... I don't think there's anything attractive about the man yeah. at all. Like with that... With that makeup, but I'm not enlightened enough, though. I, I don't work in outer space, so maybe I, I'm not opening my mind more to what might be attractive yeah. in the 22nd century. So what you're saying is, let's let's get ourselves some cryostasis vaults and, and wait for the the 22nd century. I've always, I've always assumed that if that did happen and it was set to open, it would open, and I'd realise that we were just all gone. We'd already destroyed yeah. ourselves. And I'm like, oh man, now I'm stuck here on my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, walk along the beach and there's the Statue of Liberty. And... Yeah. <laughs> apes are ruling the planet for some reason. Those damn dirty apes, yeah. <laughs> Panvaruit itam veracus trecapa. Rupanasa? Paraki omara. I wish my students could pick up a new language as easily as Hoshi seems to. Yeah, I do, I do like that, you know, we, we get Hoshi, you know, doing what she loves, you know, learning languages. Mm. Like for her, that's a holiday. Mm -hmm. Even though that's what she does for a day job. How <laughs> would the Vulcans know? They only make once every seven years. Oh, mention of Ponfar. Do you know something I don't? Come on, seven years? I doubt even DePaul could hold out that long. <sighs> She's very disciplined. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, trip. What? Behind you. And, you know, Reed should have known what he was talking about with, with the bearing 180. Absolutely. Of all of them, yeah. Reed should be the one, yeah. Hello. They just look so desperate. I'm Dion, and this is Latia. Yeah, you know, in, in our single days, this, is, this would probably would have been us. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I was never really... Uh... <laughs> I was never really into this, like, scene, really. Would you like it? These look good. Uh, another round, please. So where are you two from? Uh, our planet's called... Dominic Keaton's, he's, as we said in our character study of Reed, he's, his comedic work is so funny. Yeah. For me, he makes this scene. Just some of his facial expressions. Trip's great as well, but... Yeah. Like okay, let's 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 see what happens. Yeah, Little they have no idea. <laughs> no. 
Jonathan? You're up late. People in the other rooms are probably just thinking, shut up out there. <laughs> We're trying to sleep. Yeah, come on up. Now that you mention it, kind of reminds me of uh, the scene in Coming to America when Eddie Murphy's going back to, to his place and just loudly singing and replying to everybody that's yelling back at him. I had a nice chat with a couple from Vega Reticuli. It turns out it's their 300th wedding anniversary. Well, they must have a lot of stories. You can't imagine. I feel like Archer wasn't really taking full advantage of being what am I looking for? on shore leave. Yeah. Until this moment when it suddenly looked like he was going to get lucky. Is she it? It's so faint. This is the first night, yeah? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You're a long way from home. Actually, this is the farthest no, that's what you think, Jonathan. You're an explorer. But as time goes by, various Earth ships will encounter and they'll encounter historical figures who have <laughs> gone out much further. Yeah. Like Zephyr Cochran. Can you show me where yeah, you're from? Yeah. Oh, I really don't have a very good sense of direction. Oh, I'm sure it's not that bad. Amelia Earhart. That's gonna be the furthest well, one, surely. I yeah. See how that could happen. <laughs> That's uh, I mean, 37 from Voyager, from for anyone who's unsure of the reference. And all the villas look the same. You've just got to notice the subtle differences. Like the numbers on the doors. Now you're catching on. You know, I think she's she's playing up Give the, the hours, dumb blonde a little too much on this. <laughs> she is. Why don't you start by... Her makeup is very similar to Trill makeup, isn't it? Yeah. We'll get to the starship now. Maybe they should have just made her a Trill. Yeah, I think that that might have made a little bit more sense. Because Archer wouldn't have to know she was Trill, you know, it's, uh, no. if there was any sort of continuity issues. Turned it into a rescue flare. That's my idea. Doesn't matter whose idea it was, it worked. <laughs> Why don't you tell them about the time you saved Enterprise in your underwear? <laughs> I saved the captain's life. So Reed's drunk. Yep. He's got the shuttle pod one voice on. From uh, <laughs> when he got drunk in that. next week. Then yeah, get caught up in the uh, the who's, who's the captain? Why? Subterranean. All the plants that grow there are luminescent. It's beautiful. Things are about to take a turn. Through here. This is a strange way to get to the garden. <laughs> They're very secluded. So, how much do starship captains get paid on your world? Excuse me? What kind of Wow, the uh, woman on the right. See how many abs she's got. She's in fantastic shape. Look at her. Wow. I don't look anything like that, I'll tell you that much. 
I don't look like that either. <laughs> I love that it's really gross alien makeup as well. It's not just yeah. like, yeah, the forehead of the week. I hope this isn't their mating ritual. Quiet. I hope they didn't kiss them at any time. Yeah, see, you guys always gotta watch out for the shapeshifters. Maybe they have something back in their rooms. It's too risky. Could sell their clothes. But listen, I bet we could make some kind of a deal. Night, night. Ah, the bridge. First time we've seen it in this episode, I think, yeah? Yeah. I wonder if that's a record for our longest we've gone without seeing the bridge. Enterprise. It's Travis up in here. Enterprise. Yeah, we'll yeah, have to uh, do a study What's on that 21 minutes mm. in. I had well. a little rock climbing accident. Where are you? In the Central Hospital. But I really want to get back to Enterprise. Now, why couldn't we see Travis's trip? It's the way the rock face changes. The problem. I wonder if they ever filmed anything, or at least scripted anything. Why didn't you let them? That just didn't make the cut. Surface? Have you ever been to an alien hospital? Yes, in San Francisco. <laughs> Speaking of physical shape and conditioning. Where's Flox? He's not available. Anthony Montgomery. Wow. The arms on him. I guess when he's not doing much on the ship, though, <laughs> and on the yeah. show, he can, he can just get down the gym <laughs> as much as he wants, but incredible. And they took every opportunity they could to show his arms as well. You notice that? Like, whenever he's out of uniform, he's normally flexing the old uh, biceps. Yep. Something wrong? No, it's probably nothing. Let's get you to sick bag. I can't wait to kind of continue our our uh, our book club and see how many more times Cutler shows up. Yeah, I think she's like a good go-to character uh, in the books. Cause she was like one of the first recurring characters that the show mm -hmm. introduced, and obviously, I think we would have seen a lot more of her had um, had the yeah, actress uh, Kelly Wimmer uh, not passed away, unfortunately. My head's killing me. It's probably both. Sun's up. I don't think she passed away long after this one, didn't did she? Was it? It was either. It was either early season two or early think, season yeah, three. Yeah, I think it was season two, three, round right in there. Hmm. Hello. I already tried it. At least Trip's not on his own in his underwear this time. Yeah. So I'm curious as to the decision the actors made for Trip to be completely sleeveless and Reed to be in short sleeves. Yeah. Well, they said it was very rare. Does Dominic Keaton not like to show his arms? It had some warnings, but I didn't think it'd be a problem. Wonderful. You think this is my fault? You were willing to follow two strange aliens into a... <laughs> Gorgeous aliens. Don't forget, they were gorgeous. They were male. Not at first. 
I don't remember twisting your arm. If we don't make it to the landing zone on time, they're gonna start scanning for our bio-signs. Do you want the captain to find us like this? This would be, like, that would be a worst nightmare for Reed. Because at this point he hasn't sort of uh, loosened up around Archer at all. No. So it's a big, <laughs> to be seen like that. Having a reaction to the painkiller they gave you. Would be a disaster. What's his condition? Kelly died uh, right around during the first part of season three. Oh, okay, so it's about a year and a bit later. Physiology. I really think we should wake up Dr. Flux. I think this is the first time we actually get to see up close the uh, what the, the crewman's insignia looks like. All right, okay. I didn't realize, <laughs> I'm sorry, I give up. I never thought that I'd hear a language I couldn't learn. Don't feel bad. You've only been trying for one day. It only took you one day to pick up. Linda Park looks exactly the same now as well. Mm -hmm. As she does here, like, 18 years ago, I think this would have been. Teacher. What do you call this? Oh, we don't have anything exactly like it. Closest thing would be a strawberry. It is a strawberry. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just... <laughs> Anyways. This is probably the first time I've watched this and haven't been looking close enough to notice it. Because um, it is like Kiwi. <laughs> Yeah, the one thing that frustrates me what? is the planet they're on, and the same with the Archer hey, scenes, is that they're clearly in a studio. Yeah. What? It doesn't even look like natural sunlight. So yeah. I think if we did this now, sure. they'd be on location. Definitely. And it would look like a proper holiday resort. Like, I can feel that we're in a studio, yes. you know, and uh, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, that's not a criticism at all. It's just, it's just a, annoying that we couldn't get offset and, but it's expensive to go a place on location mm -hmm. planning to go to yeah say well we can just say this is the food court area of the of the planet it's very yeah, yeah. Relaxing. maybe there is a roof on there like i'm just not i'm not seeing it avec plaisir that's french his head kind of reminds me of a cardassian uh, yeah head just not as um, pronounced Defined. yeah Yeah, it's like, like they took the, the spoon from the Cardassian and the ridges from the, the northerner uh, Romulans. Yes. Every planet's got a north. Archer's unsure about his breakfast here. Good morning. Good morning. Come in. I thought we could take our but she is uh, sinking her I just claws breakfast. into him now. Uh -huh. Certainly. Juice? Please. What are you reading? It's a gift from my science officer. Her people think humans are too controlled by their emotions. Do you think he did read any of it? Maybe a little bit, but I think he waited until, you know, like after you know he had Sirox Katra in it to, to actually go through it. Yeah. I don't even know your dog's name. Good point, actually. Would it's this Rilo. this book I adopted her when she was a puppy. Would anything else? Have what, incorrect 
Yeah. Teachings What's in it then? The okay, interesting. Do, do? do you have a family? We're of course uh, referencing the Vulcan arc in uh, season four, where we find out that the teachings of Surak were actually the Kashara, uh, was lost to time. They were killed. Oh, here we go. My parents, my brother, my husband. I'm sorry. It was our own fault. We'd been warned about the Sulaban. We should have gotten out while we had the chance. Oof. Uh, Sulaban. You know about and them? And now Archer is yeah. investigating. <laughs> He's so good though, like his, the way his face changes and like straight away, as soon as he hears about them. I'm not so sure this is a good idea. There's no need to whisper. We never did enough with the Suleban. I wish we'd seen more of them. Yeah. Did you use the correct dosage? Dosani! Dosani! Locks? I don't care what it tastes like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was all ad libbed. Yeah, it must have been. Sub Commander, has it been 48 hours? No. Then why did you wake me? There's a medical <laughs> emergency. Emergency? Then call the doctor. You're the doctor. Of course. Who's sick? Ensign Mayweather. Who? Ensign Mayweather, our helmsman. I know who he is. Where is he? He's in sick bay. We're not in sick bay? We're in your quarters. Well then. Oh, Flox. Oh, dear. <laughs> Never wake a Denoblin from hibernation. Too early. When people say lower decks, it's too silly. Like, come on. Yeah. Just look at all this Flox stuff. Right. This is brilliant. And this is just exactly what lower decks is doing. It's Travis, Doctor. He's having some kind of anaphylactic reaction. Incredible. What? I've been standing up for almost five minutes. Doctor. <laughs> yeah. oh. Captain. Hand me that scanner, Captain. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of uh, season two's singularity. Yeah. When Flox becomes obsessed with the headache mm -hmm. that Travis has got and then is very close by the end of the episode to. Yeah, performing, well, was it brain surgery or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On Travis. antigenic compound in his system. We'll need regular bloodworms. What? They're excellent at filtering toxins. Oh. Which container are they in? No, fresh ones would be better. Set a course for regular <laughs> maximum warp. Doctor, I think this was a mistake. You should return to your quarters. Well, I appreciate the offer, but it would be best to keep our relationship professional. Oh, let's go, Doctor. <laughs> I am the chief medical officer on this ship. And I am going the funny to thing is, Phlox uh, wouldn't really be embarrassed by that later on, the comment about the quarters, but 
Uh, I think anyone else would be once they remembered. This was waiting for me when I checked in. Compliments of the management. I don't know anything about Ryzen vintages, but what do you say we throw caution to the wind? And give well, Archer knows what he's doing now. I'll be adventurous yeah. if you will. How's your ankle? Mm, it's getting better. You'd think that guide would have warned us. Oh, the water was very shallow. I should have watched where I was stepping. I don't know. That thing was pretty well camouflaged. And he's sitting on the same sofa with her as well. Like that is a... Rising sea turtles? Uh, a signal of intent. Yes. Ladies who are maybe listening to this. Uh, if a man is doing the moves Archer's doing right now, then uh, his intentions are not, yeah, are not innocent. But maybe, unless you want that, that could be. Yes, unless you want that. Yeah. We could only see them when they moved. Was there more than one? I'm not talking about turtles. Oh, the Sudaban. You said you knew who they. Even Archer's like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Did they hurt anyone that you cared about? We've seen them a number of times, but we've been lucky. So this came no one about badly hurt. six episodes or so after How do you fight detained. You can't even see. Yeah. Well, thereabouts anyway. And uh, detained was the episode was where we met the, the Suliban who hadn't been Altered and such for yeah, the, part of the cabal. yeah part of the cabal and altered for they the temple cold war, which recently got a shout out on Discovery. Yes, by the way. So I did a little fist no pump secret. when the the temple the cold war was uh, mentioned on another track show. So that was exciting. But where do they come from? Yeah, and my my theory is that that is kind of what led to the burn. Oh, really? The end of the end of the temporal cold war. I wish I could tell you, but I don't know. At the time of this airing, we, we may look like idiots we just by even entertaining any them. theories. <laughs> Some people say we look like any idiots anyways, but you know. <laughs> you know, my partner tells me that all the time. <laughs> I realize that they murdered your family, and I'm very sorry for that. But I'm not sure what you want me to tell you. Most of what I, I like that. Archer isn't really playing ball on it much because when yeah. he finds out that she knows a Sudaban, I think you get the feeling that he's going to be the pushy one. But he's not really interested in finding out much information. And I think that's because of Detained. If Detained hadn't happened, where he realised that they were wrongly judging the Sudaban, and who could blame them at the time? They'd only ever um, encountered or, you know, any Sudaban who were. Um, evil, so to speak, and it's the same assumption we'd make about a Klingon if we bumped into a Klingon or something. And I think, yeah, I think Detained really changed his viewpoint. I don't know much, but I'll tell you what I can. I could use some fresh air. Why don't we take a walk on the beach? I think it's interesting that he gets so suspicious just because how pushy she is yeah over it but if you were in his shoes wouldn't you be as well yeah i'm just wondering if at this point archer had experience enough to even make him wary of 
Right, we haven't seen their uh, Raijin, Raijin yet from season four. Uh, season three, sorry, of Enterprise. I feel like if that had happened before this, then it would explain Archer being much more. Um, also, a paranoid, not paranoid, um, suspicious. I should say that I did like that for the most part they always kind of paired Archer up with um, slightly older women. Yeah. Because there's always an, always a, to make the captain always seem like he's more of a stud is to put younger yeah. actresses as a love interest for them to make them look like, oh, they can get anyone and anything. And I like that they were sort of probably more, a lot of his interests were more about his age. Yeah. I think of the no, captain. If, um, if you'll notice, around, uh, around her belly button, she got the spots there. Before, she didn't have them. Oh, really? Yeah. I suppose it's possible you don't know him. I'm watching on my phone screen, though, so I've got, I've got a much smaller picture. Grat asked me the same questions you've been asking, except he was a little more aggressive. On the other hand, he didn't try of course, to he's talking about Al. <laughs> Dean Stockwell. You're wrong, Jonathan. You're all wrong. I think I should leave. Ooh. Surprised so he placed a hand on us. Yeah. Who sent you here? Who was it? Oh. I mean, there was going to be some sharp nails to... Yeah. To cut into him like that. He becomes the third um, crew member to <laughs> be about uh, to pass drugged. out. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to check out now. Interfering in what? We never got to find out. It's a shame, actually, because, yeah, they had that in there. Carrying on from another... From the storyline, but it never, it never went anywhere. This is brilliant. I, look how particularly Trip just stood very proud, you know, yeah. and uh, not embarrassed. Reads very different. <laughs> <laughs> and so the only one who did really let her hair down, so to speak, on this whole day was Hoshi. Was Hoshi. She's got like a just a good look about her there, you know. Mm -hmm. Waking up in the white sheets, long hair, the sun shining in on her. It's a good look. Oh, I mean, I, I just, I don't understand this. Yeah, now see, this is how Ryza became so popular because Hoshi mm -hmm. is a communications officer, so she Sleepless. told everybody, "Hey, it's a great place to go. <laughs> Nothing yeah. ever happens." Yeah. Any thoughts about what you'd like to do today? Raisa has a lot to offer. I could spend an entire day right here. But I'm afraid the shuttle's oh, coming to she go in. a few hours. She yeah. going. Not a very long vacation. Two days and two nights. That's all we had. I hope you don't think that I... Took advantage of me? 
<laughs> she was taking advantage of him. <laughs> but her eyes are open then. Were we led to believe that she did think it? Or she was taking advantage of him? Like, intentionally, I don't know. Why did she open her eyes then? The analysis clearly shows he was given benzothonium chloride. You're quite allergic to it. This should do the trick. <laughs> Just dumps the hyper spray on top of him. Uh, and then goes, passes out. Your biosigns are stabilizing. It seems to be working. So it's a bit of a shock going back and watching the early ones and seeing yeah. Paul in her old uniform. So I'm so used to her changing look. Well, she used to change color from week to week from season three onwards, but. Yeah. He just got on that bed in such a weird way. I would have yeah. got on it the right way, at least, you know, head at the top end. Can you imagine if she stole his dog? Yeah. Oh, man. The season finale would have been much different. The search for Pothos. This is like when you fall asleep early in the evening mm -hmm. and then you wake up so late, or even the next day, you wake up so late that you've lost basically your whole night. And yeah. you hate yourself. And I used to see that feeling Archer's got then. He just lost a whole night of his, his holiday. Or, you know, you drink a little too much. Yeah. Don't remember a damn thing. Oh, I would love to have seen Tripp and Reed get a hangover style storyline, yeah. just waking up and not knowing what happened and try and piece it together. you two had an interesting couple of days. I love the indication here is that Archer hadn't already asked them about it yeah. and they just kind of stayed quiet. Constructive? As a matter of fact, I learned several new conjugations. <laughs> so to speak. You look rested, sir. Did you get a good night's sleep? <laughs> Went out like a light. <laughs> Next time we take shore leave, instead of just sitting around reading books, you should try to get out. Look for a little excitement. Meet new people. They're also secretive about their Yeah. The trip. I'm assuming Archer would have gone straight back though and started doing some work. And yeah. then we have it. That's it. That flew by. Yeah. But I do I do love that that last little shot of the, the shuttle pod going to the to the ship. Hmm. Archer scene plays us out. So, how long has it been since you watched that episode, then? Oh, um, at least a year. Yeah, I watched it this year at some point, when Katie was doing her first, her first watch through. But uh, it's one that I used to watch quite a lot because when I first got the when Enterprise was first coming out on home video, it was on VHS, and it came out with two episodes on each VHS, and so this was on the tape with Shockwave Part 1. Yeah. Um, so whenever I wanted to watch the season finale, I would, rather than trying to fast forward and guess 
were to fast forward to, I would sit just through. Just watch two days and two nights. Yeah, sit through that, and then, uh, and then, and then just go into the finale. So, um, so I've probably seen that episode much more times than I've even wanted to, or maybe that it even deserves <laughs> for its <laughs> given its um, really standalone nature and doesn't add any layers. Uh, what do you think of it then after at least a year? Yeah, I'm gonna say I, I've I've pretty much always enjoyed this one, sort of just a fun little little getaway, getting us set up for you know end of season one, beginning of season two. It was a cooler, that's what they call it. Isn't it? it was a it was a cooler to just a little bit of fun, as you said before the season finale, because obviously the next one of the very next scenes we see in Enterprise is them mm-hmm. killing killing thousands planet. of people, yeah, on a planet. So yeah, I enjoy the episode. I think the trip and read stuff is hilarious, even now. I would have loved to have seen the Travis bits and pieces, but yeah, it is what it is. And I thought budgetary concerns apparently. <laughs> I thought John uh, John Billingsley was incredible in the flocks bits. It's just a shame that uh, T'Pol didn't get more to do. Yeah, it's funny that for an episode that showcased so many characters, that a character who was one of their main main characters actually mm-hmm. didn't have as much. But I like it. Her being with flocks was almost perfect. Yeah. It's like later on in the show, you know, when she's going through Ponfar and mm-hmm. she's locked in with, with Phlox. Um, what's that season? I'm trying to think what season that happens in. I think it's season three. Season, it's... season two. Oh, is two. It, is it season okay. two? Before they go away to the Zindi? I can't remember. Yeah, I just love that pairing. So, yeah, I enjoyed. Thank you for oh. watching, everyone, uh, yeah. and listening, or however you've uh, done this one with us. On December 16th, 2020, our weekly discussion will focus on the Star Trek Enterprise novel, Sirach's Soul. This is the third original Enterprise novel, following By the Book and What Price Honor, which we have previously reviewed on this podcast. If you'd like to be fully knowledgeable of what we discuss on December 16th, then please dig out your copy of Sirach's Soul or visit an online retailer to purchase a copy. We look forward to our next book club discussion. The Expanse, a Star Trek Enterprise podcast, is produced and hosted by Chris Hill and myself, Kyle West, and is a part of the Holosuite Media Podcast Network. To keep up to date with all the news and updates from The Expanse, be sure to follow NX01Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find Chris Hill on Twitter at the Chris Hill and myself on Twitter at Kyle Thomas West. To join the Holosuite Media Community Discussion Group, simply type The Nexus into the Facebook search bar and we'll see you there. Thank you for listening. This show is brought to you by Holosuite Media. Computer. List other available Holosuite Media programs. Loading Holosuite Preview Program for Boldly Go, a Star Trek Strange New Worlds podcast. It's too much effort and I'm busy. I gotta get this done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had stuff to do. He had logs to plant. He had a ship to take over. <laughs> He had an entire plot to uh, to fill out and make everyone think that he needed to have a trial for mutiny <laughs> because that will distract everyone long enough for them to get to Talos 4. He's busier than Prince Humperdinck.
loading Holosuite preview program for StarPod Trek, a podcast exploring Gene Roddenberry's vision of the future. So we're seeing that the early Star Trek conventions were were a nice balance between science fiction and real-world science. And that was cool because th- because a lot of uh, Star Trek fans are interested in science and a lot of, and I mean all of those um science guests that were there probably were Star Trek fans and and they they probably even said that that they got into to science because of their love of Star Trek. Loading Holosuite preview program for The Vedic Assembly. A Deep Space Nine podcast. We don't know what that Cardassian technology is, but it could, yeah. Do we need to know? No, nah. we don't need to right, know. Just some yeah. bit of self-stealing, self-sealing stem bolts. Yes, it wants those self-sealing stem bolts. And <laughs> Somebody wants them. <laughs> because self-sealing, you guys. Yes. I mean, it's not just a regular stem bolt. <laughs> I don't know why you don't get why these are so valuable. Okay. Computer, deactivate Holosuite.